Welcome to The Practice Podcast, a show created by lawyers to help lawyers in life and business without all the complicated lawyer language. Let's welcome Bast Amron founders and your hosts, Jeff Bast and Brett Amron. Hi, this is Brett Amron and welcome to The Practice Podcast. And I'm Jeff Bast. Nobody encouraged me, nobody taught me how to get business, how to develop business. How do you do that? How do you encourage or teach young lawyers to become what is in our business known as a rainmaker? I had a similar experience. I was affirmatively told not to work on business development. When I was at Big Law, I was groomed at Big Law, and I think that's a pretty common theme at Big Law firms. We're told as young lawyers to just become competent at being a lawyer, learn how to practice, learn how to write, learn how to go to court. When you, they, I was told, develop the skills and the business will come. And then when I was up for a partner, they asked me, where's your book of business? And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> for the last 10 years, you guys have been telling me right. not to work on business development. So that was a real eye-opener for me. And at that point in my career is when I really focused on business development, but you're right. Nobody's out there. They don't teach it in law school and they don't teach it at least at the big law firms that I was at. So what did you do changing gears? And you realized that when you're up for partner and realized that, you know, now you had to go and make rain, had to get business. What'd you do? I started compiling a list of my contacts. And I think the way I did it, I probably I would encourage young lawyers to do it differently because I think the best way to start developing business is to maintain, nurture, and develop your relationships from prior periods of your life. For example, law school. Your friends from law school, if you can keep together your con or keep your contacts with your friends from law school as you disperse around the country, some in private practice, some in-house, some government, whatever it may be, some in different geographic regions of the country, as you maintain those contacts, as you grow in the law, they'll grow in the law. And the same thing with former, other periods of your life, former law firms. If you move to another firm, you maintain relationships with your former colleagues from the former firms. If you move cities, if you move from New York to Miami, you maintain your relationships from from New York, at each stage of your life, if you maintain those relationships and just stay in contact with people, ask them what they're doing, tell them what you're doing, that's really planting the seeds for for business development. And that's kind of what we teach to our young lawyers here at the firm. So you pivoted a little bit, and I'm going to push back. When I asked you like what you did, and you said, well, I would you know, teach young lawyers to do it differently, which we do here today, right, based on our experience. But it might be beneficial to hear how you got started and then what led you to the way you do it today and why, you know, you pivoted. Maybe helpful for those out there that are just getting started or thinking, you know, like you, uh uh-oh, I'm at a point in my career now where I don't want to be that, you know, worker bee. I want to go and... I need to get business. So how, how do you how do you do that? So what I did was I I joined as many organizations as I could, and I think that if you're attempting to do business development, you should have a plan to have at least three formal methods for 
business development. One being just general business networking. So I joined a, a BNI. I don't know if people are familiar with BNI, Business Networks International. I joined a BNI chapter, which is general business networking. I think you should have one general, one specific one that's specialized within your practice area, whatever it is you do. If you're a lawyer, join a lawyer's group or, or even more specifically, one that's within your area of practice. So get involved in, in the bankruptcy bar. If you're a bankruptcy lawyer, I also got involved in the American Bar Association business law section, the business bankruptcy section of the business law section, and then something outside of your business specialty. So a charity, I, I got involved in a charity that was important to me and I ultimately made it onto the board and ultimately ascended to chairman of the board. And so at least three different types of formal structured networking. And from there, you still have to do all the other things that, that I mentioned before, maintaining relationships, taking people to lunch, Asking about, you know, just asking, really asking people what's going on with your life. What do you do? What's your passion? What do you like? What, you know, where do you get business? How can I help you? Asking questions is such a natural way to develop business. And I think the, the key to all of that is helping other people. If you help someone, they're going to want to help you. Now, when you say, uh, you mentioned it a couple of times, got involved, you got involved or get involved in organizations. Is that looking for events and showing up. Right. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. So I tried, there were some, I made it sound a lot simpler than it, than it was. I, I tried a few different chambers of commerce in addition to the organizations I mentioned before. And you're right. You can't just show up. You don't just go to the chamber of commerce meeting once a month and expect that the business isn't coming. And I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with people who tell me exactly that. Oh, I did that for a couple months. It didn't work. Nothing works in a couple months. You have to, you get out of it what you put into it. So you get involved, you go, you attend, but you also, you get involved, you volunteer, you participate in a board, you participate in a committee, that's how you start to build relationships, tighter relationships with people that are involved in the organization and you eventually end, ascend to leadership positions. You get to know people on a more in-depth level and that's how you build relationships. Business development is about building relationships. Yeah. And how about you? What's worked for you? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I did not, like you, I, I or unlike you, I should say, I, I did not start when I was at my old firm. I sort of sort of dove into the deep end, ripped it off like a Band-Aid, so to speak, <laughs> and just left my old firm and realized that I was in 20 feet or 30 feet of water in the middle of the ocean, 30,000 feet, whatever it is, um, in the middle of the ocean. And I, you know, and I had to get business. And so... For me, it was the relationships that I had built over the 10 years that I was practicing before I opened my own firm, but it was also persistence. I would try to be everywhere all the time. I would go to lunch, breakfast, dinner, have drinks, have coffee with anyone who would go with me. I would, if I didn't have a lunch that day, I would go by myself and I would sit in a restaurant that I knew was busy instead of sitting at your desk working instead which of sitting I think at my is desk. the traditional lawyer model right I mean listen there were days that I had to do that because I was busy thankfully but 
There were days when I could, and I forced myself, so I had to stay later and work. And so there were times that I would take a matter on because I knew my name would be on the CMECF, on the you know electronic service list, and everyone would see it. And thankfully, my last name starts with A. And so when you scroll down, you see my name. I would go to court sometimes if I didn't have a hearing. I would hang around. Right. Some of the best networking is in court, in the courthouse. Right. And I always took an opportunity, maybe spending a little more time, you know, maybe I didn't bill my client for it, but I would spend more time preparing, whether it be for deposition or hearing, because I, that was an opportunity to audition, right? You know, people. Who are you auditioning for? (laughs) I was auditioning for referral sources, right? right? From every lawyer in the courtroom. Everybody in the courtroom. I didn't know if there were potential clients in the courtroom. I didn't, you know, sometimes, you know, judges, you know, you have to audition for them because you never know when, not that a judge necessarily is going to refer you a matter, but. They appoint trustees, they appoint fiduciaries. Right. They approve our fees. (laughs) It's always an opportunity. And I always, no matter what I was doing, any interaction, whether it be an in-person interaction, whether it be over the phone, whether it be in an email or letter, I always made sure that all the I's were dotted, all the T's were crossed. I always did that in my practice, but I did it at a heightened level because I realized that in order for people to want to hire me or be comfortable in referring matters to me and hiring me, I had to show them that, you know, I was capable, right? And that I wasn't this sort of one-off. And so I took a lot of pride in that. But it was also, once you go, you know, it's very easy when you go out and announce and everyone sends you the emails, you got the same thing and congratulations and all that. And then it dies down, right? Because, you know, the rush of the congratulations, but you have to maintain it and you can't just sort of rest on your laurels. And if you start getting business, then it becomes... More difficult, right? Because like you said, you have to actually do the work and continue to develop business. Right. And so there's a balancing act, right? And so I'm sure, Jeff, and you can tell us about your very late nights that you had at the very beginning of opening your own firm when you had to do everything. And developing business is not just a, hey, you know, maybe I I, I work from nine to five and, you know, I... If I have to go to an event, then, you know, I'm going to work from nine to three and right. go to my event. Right. Right. I mean, is that you have to you have to find the time. It has to be business development has to be a priority. And it's more than it's it's the difference between a good business development person and a and an okay one is very is marginal. It's very the, the margins are thin, but it's more it's kind of like the way I I think the way we approach it in our firm, it's not enough to tell young lawyers that we want you to do business, business development. For us, that's why we give each lawyer a budget and we tell them to use it. Yeah. Go and use your budget. We encourage them. We set up the the infrastructure for them to do it. We offer to participate with them. We reward them when they do do it with bonuses and when they're successful with bonuses from, you know, generated business, things like that. But it, it the difference is, it doesn't have to be that that significant. It's it's the difference between seeing someone when I bump into a lawyer on the street, yep. nine out of ten times someone's like, Oh, we should do lunch and I never hear from them. Well, that that's a typical business development approach. Mine is, hey, we should do lunch. And then I send them an email that day or I 
text my assistant at that moment and say, let's set up a lunch with so-and-so. With specific with dates specific in the email. Dates, and, I, and I don't say, <laughs> right. I never send an email saying we should do lunch sometime. Right. I say, we should do some lunch. Here are three dates that work for me. Right. And that is when you, that's the difference between letting someone know that you're interested and really committing to the practice of business development and the maintenance of relationships. And the other thing is to put in a little bit more effort, find out from that person that you're meeting with, what do they need? How can asking them, this is the simplest way to engender yourself and build a relationship with someone is to ask them, how can I help you? And, and put a little bit of effort. If they are in the trust and estates space, do you know someone that works with elder care? And can you introduce them? There are so many different ways to help people out. But really being a connector, I find to be the one that is not easy, but it doesn't require that much effort, but it can be so valuable to the, to the recipient. And people remember that kind of stuff sure. and they want to help you back. And that's really how, you know, the world goes around by all of us helping each other and business development is no different. Yeah, agreed. Like friendship, right? And relationships. So one more quick thing, and that is in addition to the relationships, you want to be a thought leader, right? Or be perceived as a thought leader in your particular area of practice or industry. And that's another way in getting out and doing that, volunteering on committees and boards and organizations, writing, sitting on panels, things like that, which are great opportunities Speaking. to develop business. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, we are now heading off to a client call in a couple of minutes. So thank you for listening. Thank you. For more information on this show and other resources, visit FastAmron.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at FastAmron.com.